Hello and welcome back to another episode of Raw and Real with Stephanie Fernandez. I'm Stephanie, your podcast host. I'm a rapid transformational therapist and founder of Your Freedom Program. I work with women who want to take back their life, returning to themselves on their healing journey. In this podcast, we give the stage to women who overcame adversity and trauma or difficult phases in their life. Be ready to get raw emotions from real people. The stories we share here are to inspire women just like you that anything is possible. In today's episode, we will be talking about menopause. There are three stages of menopause. The perimenopause is the time leading up to menopause, where the body makes this natural transition to menopause, marking the end of the reproductive years. Throughout this transition, women experience, for example, hot flashes and sleep problems, mood changes, vaginal and bladder problems. And the second stage is menopause. And that occurs when the hormones stop producing that cause the menstrual period. And a woman has gone 12 months in a row without a period. The third stage is the postmenopause. And this is the phase after the woman has gone 12 months without a period. And symptoms such as hot flashes, they get milder or even go away. However, the risk of osteoporosis and heart disease increase. Today's guest is Leslie Markey. Leslie lost over 12 stone. For our international listeners, 12 stone are 168 pounds or 76 kilos. Yeah, I got that right. She kept it off for nearly 20 years until the pressure in her previous job caused her stress-related burnout and pushed her back into perimenopause, but this time with menopause symptoms. Rapid weight gain, brain fog, and memory problems were symptoms that she experienced. And that is when Leslie decided to use her nutrition training to support other women on their menopause journey and created Nourish Nutritional Therapy. Hi, Leslie, and welcome to the show today. Hi there. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me along. Thank you so much for coming forward and sharing your story. I think it's so incredibly important because there's so little information out there, but or there is information, but the problem is how to access that and how to understand that. So it's something that we women will be affected in the cycle of our life. And I'm very, very pleased that you share how you experience that, but also how you help women now. So your life changed with perimenopause. And today you're supporting women to make their menopause symptoms a thing of the past. You use a functional medicine approach. And I'm very, very interested today to learn more about that. So please tell us your story today. So um, I've always been in education of some sort and um, I was a, a consultant for quite a while and it was a job that started off really well and was really fulfilling. But as time went on and things changed, it became more and more unfulfilling and joyless and um there were things in place that I, I sort of didn't agree with and it just completely wore me down 
because I've always been involved in education, um, I was doing my nutrition course on a weekend and I've always done something. So I'm the one that's got the Indian head massage qualification. I learned Spanish. I learned Italian. I've got a silversmith qualification. So I've always been passionate about being busy and filling my time. And I found this amazing nutrition course that I could study on a weekend. It was an MSc. It was functional medicine. So rather than just go, this is you an asymptom. We look at the whole person, the whole body, everything that's going on. And actually their life up until this point, I was just fascinated. And I never started the course with the intention of actually pivoting and making it a career but when the pressures of my previous job got so so bad that they did the stress and the anxiety actually caused me to go back into perimenopause which was a massive shock that I didn't actually think that that could possibly happen but the more that I talked to postmenopause women particularly ladies that are juggling a lot of things. Um, um, it's not uncommon. So it does it does happen from time to time. And it always tends to be linked around stress. So s- stress, anxiety, burnout tends to be the triggers. Um, so that was one of the reasons why I decided that I would set up Nourish Nutritional Therapy. And the other was when I got to the clinic part of it, so when I got to the practicing of working with people, it was absolutely, it was so joyful. It was just so amazing. And I worked with a couple of ladies that actually just made me think, what am I doing? I need to be doing this. I need to be doing this all the time. Because what I found is that although there's a lot of information out there, we still don't understand what's going on in our bodies and there's a lot of ladies that still don't get what is going on um so I just wanted to sort of really be part of supporting women to be able to have the best healthiest life moving forward but also to give them the tools the information to be able to actually move forward on their own um so yeah so that's why I'm sort of really passionate about working with women particularly post-menopause women That's amazing. And I'm sure that your work here is so rewarding when you see the outcome. But tell us a little bit more about how you experienced your situation. What had happened was um, shifts and things had changed and I wasn't really doing the job that I was originally doing. And I found that the work situation was becoming quite toxic. So although we think women support women, they don't always support women and particularly in sort of higher roles. Um, I just found that I just couldn't put up with the, the, the nastiness, the sort of bitchiness. It just really sort of it eroded my confidence until I got to the point where I was really quite anxious um, and I actually had a massive panic attack one Monday morning and I just thought I can't go into work so I did go to the GP who was brilliant um, not really what you want is the handsome GP up your jumper on a Monday morning while you're having a massive panic attack and I'm going this is how bad I was I'm going I'm not having a heart attack my Fitbit's not telling me I'm having a heart attack and he's going Leslie you need to chill and he was he was brilliant and he recognized that I was having um work-related stress work-related anxiety checked my heart my heart was fine <laughs> it was the pressure had three 
about three weeks, four weeks off work, I was still really anxious. So people think it would take you away from the situation. It doesn't. You've still got it all going on because I was just at that such a heightened stage. And then I had the breakthrough bleed, which because everything else was going on, it was just like, oh, my God, what is this? I'd gone 14, 15 months postmenopause. So I was well into postmenopause. And it was like, what is this? What is going on here? So spoke to the GP, did all the tests, because obviously then they're worried that, is it cancer? Is it ovarian cancer? So they did all the checks. They were brilliant, really thorough. Did that within a couple of weeks and just went, no, it's your stress hormones have pushed everything back into perimenopause. So this time I got, you name it, my weight seemed to balloon overnight. So it really affected metabolism. Um, I was then getting symptoms that I didn't have. I was really lucky when I went into my menopause the first time. I didn't have any symptoms. Um, so, and I know that's very rare. I think there's only about one in five women like have no symptoms. But this time, yes, the weight gain, which um, was a shock after years of keeping the weight off. The brain fog, which when you're still studying and trying to make sense of everything that is going on is really tricky. Um, and I had the odd night sweat as well, but it was mainly the brain fog and, um, yes, the, the, the rapid weight gain, which was the massive shock. Brain fog is no good when you're still studying and trying to, trying to finish your exams. So that sort of put another, another pressure on, but I did, I got there and I got there in the end. Um, and what it's helped me to do is actually really focus in on, what is going on post-menopause? What is going on with stress? How the two are interlinked? How at menopause we blame estrogen, but it isn't just estrogen that is at play. There's lots of other hormones that become unbalanced, dysregulated. And if we have stress in our bodies, that actually it's really toxic and it can cause so many sort of really sort of strong reactions and yeah, and post-menopause, we seem to be more prone to actually getting those reactions. So your your body went naturally through the three phases of menopause. And because of the stress, it catapulted you back to the beginning to go through it again, just in a more intense way because of the stress. And, you know, when I hear this, um, we talk or... We, we women hear a lot, you know, you just need to be more resilient. You need to learn how to cope. You are overreacting. You're over-emotional. The body doesn't lie. You have that stress level. There's the body responding to you not listening to your body until you need to stop. Like, Leslie, you cannot go more ahead with this. You need to stop and put a break on you so that you really take the time to listen and to go to the GP. Isn't amazing? Completely. Completely. And I think as well, you're completely right. I think for years and years and years, as women, we just get on with things and we just deal with things. But our body's got a memory and it stores it. And I think we get to a certain point and it, it does tend to be around this shift with the estrogen where our body goes, do you know what? I've had enough of this. I can't deal with it any longer. And that's why I think we see so many different symptoms in perimenopause. And in postmenopause, and I think 
you're right that some of the symptoms get easier and some of the symptoms disappear, but actually they, they don't magically disappear overnight um, because it's not just estrogen that's at play. There's those other hormones that it knocks. So we need to, you're right, listen to the body and actually deal with everything. So the emotional things, the, the things that we've, you know, we've, we've maybe just put in a box and left and added to the box and added to the box. So yeah, completely. Mm. But it never really leaves you until you deal with completely, it. Completely, completely. It will just be triggered by another phase of your life where that might be you, you become a mom, you get divorced, you go into retirement, you have menopause, It just, it doesn't matter. It, there will be one time in your life will, where all that stuff just come out. So completely. And that's why I'm really grateful that I picked the course that I did and that it was in a, in a, in a, a college that looked at functional medicine. Um, there was acupuncture students there and herbalists there. So it was very look at the body as a whole, but actually look at the history. So, you know, all of those things that, yes, you might have dealt with that divorce 10, 15 years ago or felt you've did, dealt with it, but actually your body hasn't dealt with it. So, yeah, completely right. Yeah, I love that you also talk about the root cause of the issues that you face related to menopausal symptoms. So tell us a little bit more about that and how you work with women to understand what is the root cause. So it's a bit like being a detective because you've got to sort of keep sort of looking in various areas to see what it is. So start with exactly what the symptoms are at the moment, but then actually look at the whole body. So they sometimes think I'm just being super, super, super nosy, but We'll basically work right through the body to find out if it's giving us any signs. So if it's giving us signs that maybe the thyroid's imbalanced, there's problems with the adrenals, what's going on in your gut. So do all of that as in where you are now. Obviously, look at your diet, but then your food history. So have you spent years of your, your diet in or flipping from one diet to the other? Have you been extreme in your eating? Have you deprived your body of key nutrients and your body's just gone? Come on, I need filling up. Also look at your history. So as far back as you know, so how your mum was carrying you to the birth that you had, literally all the way through. Any bouts of medications, trauma, operations, life-changing experiences, as well as the usual, they've had chicken pox. <laughs> so look at all of those things and when they happen. So are they happening sort of very early? Are they happening around uh, puberty? Looking for patterns there. And then um, look at also sort of like meal timings, all of those things. And I put that put that together to think right okay what's your body screaming for and then basically prioritize um and sort of work through that so it's putting nutrients back into the body it is even down to checking medications so if med if you're on medications and supplements making sure that they're working 
properly for your body, that you're not doing things that would actually stop them working. Um, so it's there's quite a lot of different things that go on behind the scenes. Um, I think sometimes people think I'll just go, right, eat more broccoli, <laughs> eat protein and drink your water. Um, but it's just a bit more, it's a bit more complex than that. Um, so, yeah. And it is fascinating. I do find it fascinating. It's not as easy to explain what I do. It's like, I think, I think, um, but yeah, if there's any digestive issues, try and deal with those pretty much straight away because that's where you take your nutrients from. But the research is now telling us there's this really strong link between what's going on in your brain and what's going on in your gut. So we need to make sure that everything, everything is just back to its natural cycles and natural balances so that's what we're sort of that's as a nutritional therapist that's what I'm aiming to do so you really take a very holistic approach of the women not only about or when it comes to different aspects in their life like mental health physical health their social environment but also their past and their family history like you go all the way back to see where are the imprints from those early years. Yeah, completely, completely. And sometimes we need to use, um, I say we, because I'm just thinking nutritional therapists is a good, but um, sometimes you need to use um, some sorts of functional medicine testing. So sometimes it's a stool test or a hormone test just to get that sort of deeper picture. Um, and sometimes it, people like that as well. Sometimes seeing that in black and white sort of confirms it for people and it helps them move forward as well but yeah it will look at the whole so it's not just I've got a hot flushes what supplement do I need to take it's that right okay why are you having this hot flush what is what's in what's unbalanced what do we need to look at and usually with things like hot flushes it's actually say your thyroid that's been an issue or your blood sugar regulation so yeah so, and it's putting those things back right into balance. Yeah. How did it help you to go through that transition? Do you know what? Um, I I think because I'd lost weight and kept it off for so long, I, I, I'd fallen into a, a nutritional pattern that fitted me. And I think going through it and having to tweak what I was doing and look at my lifestyle, um, I was exercising a lot. I was doing a lot of cardio. I was doing things like body combat. I was doing HIIT. Um, I did a total warrior for my 50th birthday. I was doing crazy crackers things that were adding to the adding to those stress levels. So I had to look at those things. Interesting. Um, so you yeah. thought you were doing something good for your body, but it was quite the opposite of what your body, what your body would have needed. Completely. And yeah, and I took it sort of, because I loved it and I loved the social aspect of it. I was at a gym that was brilliant. There was, you know, some amazing people there. So it gets quite addictive because you don't want to miss that social bit. So I was sometimes doing three classes a night and doing a gym in the morning. So doing strength in the morning and then doing two, three classes on a night. And I would do that, say, four or five days a week. So my body was where I should have been nurturing it. I was actually flogging my body. <laughs> so... And so, yeah, and that's interesting as well of sort of being more restorative in the exercise that I'm doing and actually things that I would never have done before, sort of being out walking would never have been, you know, that would have been, oh, I don't want to do that. But yeah, where those things now are actually 
yeah, they're the things that actually help nourish, nourish me in a different way. I love how conscious you are now of what your body needs and your mind yeah. as a connection to your body. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So how or what would you recommend women who undergo these phases of menopause and what could they do as takeaways for today's session? Right. I think that, I think one of the biggest things is to actually start now. You can now start, you know, if you've, if you have, sort of had a past of not looking after your body it's not too late so start nourishing your body so start nourishing it through the food that you're eating through your lifestyle through the people that you're interacting with I think it start also if you can reducing your stress and it's been really interesting on my social media this week there's a lot we've been talking a lot about anxiety over the last few weeks and a couple of ladies have gone I've started to put me first And it's took them 50 years, 60 years to actually put themselves first. But they've now realized that actually I've got to put myself first and the difference is the same. So I think, you know, it is time to sort of reassess what isn't sort of bringing you joy, uh, what you're doing that is maybe you're doing it and doing it resentfully and that actually that is causing sort of, you know, um, changes in your hormones get your stress under control uh, and find things that lift you up and give you joy. So, yeah. 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 That's great. <laughs> I love that. So how can yeah. people or women, how can women reach you when they want to work with you? So um, I'm usually hanging out on Instagram, usually um, at Nourish NT. Um, and I've got a website as well. Um, but if, if they just want to reach out, just reach out. Um, I try get try to get back to people as soon as as soon as I can. DM me through Instagram is usually the quickest one because I've always I think we're in that we're in that world now, aren't we? I've got my phone with me most of the time, and I'm doing this because it's here. <laughs> um, so Instagram's usually the quickest way because at the end of my working day, when I turn the laptop off, the laptop stays off. Uh, and my phone actually stays off after about eight o'clock as well at night. Um, but yeah, but that's the best way through through Instagram is probably, yeah. You had there um, a hidden gem. Turn off your phone and take the time for yourself and don't work, even though it might be very, you know, easy to just, I just answer this email. Oh, I just wanted to check this. So I love that. Yeah. What do you do? great yeah completely and that was a bad habit I'd got from teaching where I'd work all day and then I'd have to prep on a night and then it just rolled over and then when I was working and studying I'd be studying till two o'clock in the morning and having a couple of hours sleep and then getting up to go to work and again I do it with all the ladies that I work with just get them to have hard rules around do you know what if it's an emergency they'll get to you somehow and you know what scrolling through Instagram or Facebook at nine o'clock at night is not it's not good for you it's not good for you it's not beneficial (laughs) not at all but thank you so much Leslie I love our conversation I love that you bring this awareness about this very important phase of our lives as women Um, I love what you do and I hope guys if you like this episode give me a like and share it with anyone you think could benefit from hearing Leslie's story and how she helps women I will put her website and the Instagram handle in the captions so that you can easily reach out to her oh thank you 
It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for letting me uh, have this opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I loved it. (laughs) Until next time at Raw and Real with Stephanie Fernandez. Bye now.